Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I know that like what I would write my book proposal about would probably be about uh, what do you encounter if you're a black man where the world thinks you're white? Because uh, that obviously happens to me a lot. That's crazy. This is episode 70 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Vernado and Roxy Hayes. How to write a book proposal. Now, making a book proposal is a lot of work, a lot more than I thought it was. Uh, When I initially thought about how book proposals were going to be made, I thought that a book proposal was just going to be you writing a couple of sample chapters of your book, and that was about it. I found out that it is not the case. And I will also tell you that there's two ways to write a book proposal, and that is alone or with the help of somebody else who knows how to write book proposals. If you can, I would suggest getting someone who has sold a book proposal before to help you finish your book proposal. Like you can write your book proposal, you can write your book proposal yourself, but if you can get help from someone who has uh, done a book proposal to help you finish it, I would highly suggest that. Like, that would be number one on my list. In fact, that's what I'm doing, is I'm writing the book proposal as best I can on my own, and then I'm going to bring someone else on to help me finish the book proposal. Have you written a book book proposal before, or have you researched it, Roxy? Not at all, but I should, because I'm writing a book. So this is probably very important information that I need. You're writing a book, Mm -hmm. and you haven't researched it? I just started. Are you just writing a book in general, or are you writing a book with, like, a deal? Oh, I'm just writing one just to see if I could. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is this is helpful for me. Well, then let's talk about what the book proposal is. So, like I said, it was very different from what I thought it was in the first place, um, and I thought it was just I thought a book proposal was just writing a a sample of chapters in your book, and that would be it. It's not. It's a lot more than that. And so, now that I Now that I know, I can talk about all the parts of a book proposal. The book proposal usually has all these parts. Now, I've written them down, and I will tell you that usually the book proposal has an overview. It has a marketing section, which is your target market. It has an author bio. It has a marketing plan. It has a competitive title, so a list of competitive titles. Uh, usually a book proposal also has your timetable. Uh, your It will talk about uh, any special features that it has. You'll have a chapter outline, and you'll have sample chapters. Now, we're just going to quickly go through what each of those parts of a book proposal might mean. Um, it is it's just it is way more work than I thought it was, and I, I learned so much. What? I said, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's totally a lot. It's way more than I thought it was in the first place. I really thought it was going to be easy to write a book proposal. I had no idea that it was quite the journey. All right, so let's talk about the different sections of the book proposal first. Um, However, one thing that you can do uh, when you're going to have your book proposal is you could have a great title and a great log line that's going to help with your overview although the overview is usually the first section of the book and an overview of your book is actually pretty 
simple format wise to figure out because the overview of your book is very much like the attract paragraph that they put on the back of books to like tell you what the book is about when you're looking at them in the store you know you flip a book over and they'll have a paragraph and it's like it's a tale of a sultry mistress you know like those things <laughs> like that's what's in the overview and when you're writing the overview you're not thinking of the overview like you would you would think of writing uh from your point of view you're thinking of the overview from a marketer's point of view you're thinking of what makes people excited about the book so a lot of times you'll be talking about yourself if you if the book depending on what your book is like if you're talking about yourself in my case the book that i'm writing is like stories from my own life so i have to write an overview that really sensationalizes who and what i'm about and that's like part of writing your book proposal is the overview that like little kind of blurb i guess it, it could be called a synopsis but it's kind of like a sensationalized version uh some good advice that i've heard about this is never over promise but still oversell just like sell it as much as you can but don't over promise more than you can deliver but if you can write an overview of your book that is just like bang pow whiz bang then you should i mean like uh like if you're going to write a book about your life what are things that you would highlight that are like exciting um that's kind of well i'm doing a, i'm writing a memoir too so like the one i'm writing about is just like all the crazy love life stuff that i've had okay so you had a crazy love life <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Okay. So if you've had a crazy love life, um, actually, I think I want to put things, put a thing here that reminds people that they can, they can ask a question in the comments. If you're watching live, hold on a second. Let me, let me make that happen yeah, while you tell, why don't you, why don't you tell, why don't you tell like, uh, I guess you don't have to tell about your crazy love life, but you can just tell like what, what type of over what, what, way you might sensationalize your overview like if you weren't if you weren't you and you were looking at your life from a different person's point of view like how would you sensationalize it uh, just like some of the things i would kind of highlight yes mm, i mean dating people that do drugs or just like dating multiple people at multiple times and then finding out just like scandal i guess that would be like how i would put it like ooh, a scandalous love life of a comedian because I don't, I think the, the biggest thing for is like, I don't look like I do that kind of stuff, but I do. So. Wait, you don't look like you do what kind of stuff? Like just shady stuff. I look adorable. Oh, so so, I, <laughs> but you do shady stuff. Yeah. So it's the who would think that this person is shady. I guess that would be how I would highlight it. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that, I mean, that's great, especially like if you had a picture to play that off of. I mean, in my case, in my case, um, I know that like what I would write my book proposal about would probably be about, uh, uh, it would, an expansion of what the log line would be, which would, uh, you know, uh, what is, you know, what, what does a black man who, who the world thinks white hear? Like what, like what, what do I encounter? What do you encounter if you're a black man where the world thinks you're white? Because uh, that obviously happens to me a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And I've heard some crazy stuff. Uh, you know, people are dark. All right. So so uh, part one is your overview. Part two is your target market. Now, this is actually a thing where if you if you have a budget, then you can actually just get 
someone to do this for you if you have a budget. If you don't have a budget, then someone, uh, you'll have to do it yourself. But target market is one of the things. Uh, I would read that. Well, thank you, Anthony. Which or thank you, Anthony. Which one are you talking about, Anthony? <laughs> Say we both, just, Anthony. We had a comment from Anthony who said he would read that. I don't know which one he's talking about. Either either, either sure. it's Roxy's Love Life or uh, My Life, Very which cool. sometimes is Love Life. I did I did uh, hang out with a woman once who thought I was uh, white, uh, and I didn't know that she thought I was white until we got to the boudoir. Mm-hmm. And then she found out I was black quickly oh, when I pulled my pants <laughs> off. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uh, that's comedy. Uh, Anthony says that he would read both books, which means he just read anything. Whatever, Anthony. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Uh, uh, Roxy's first, though. Well, then why'd you spell her name wrong? Peace. Anyways. Can I just have it? Can I have it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He's blowing up the comments right now. I can't. I can't throw all these up. Um, <laughs> Anthony nice. doesn't have a side. Thanks. All right. So then, uh, once you're once you got your overview, uh, you got to do your target market. Now, with your target market, that is that's where I personally, I'm just going to leave that to someone. Like I'm saving up my pennies. I'm going to hire someone who has written book proposals that have sold before. They're going to help me identify my target market because doing that when you don't know marketing is a very difficult task. But if you're smart, you could probably figure it out and then write uh, overviews of your target market. You can find like the stuff like that online about how to write an overview of your target market for a book, but you'll have to write a target market. In fact, actually, I can tell you, um, I, I can tell you, uh, I got actually a template for a book proposal from a website called oh readsy.com r e e d s y.com so if you uh, want to find you can probably just google a book proposal template and they'll come up first i think they i think it would be uh, something that you could use but uh, writing writing the target market is definitely a difficult task i, I would not yeah, you have a question? Let's hear it. Is it so for for your target market? Is it already you, the demographic you have now, or what you want the book to be targeted to? Like, just in case they're not like it's the what same. you want the book to be targeted to. Okay. Basically, you're telling you're telling uh, whoever you're uh, pitching the book to, like, this is who wants to buy this book. This is why this book is important. And sometimes you'll compare that book to other books that are similar to yours that have hit a specific market if you've got that information great if not get somebody to do it for you i mean this is this actually falls back onto what we talked about before which is the number one thing you want to do is when you're pitching to somebody and they have to turn around and pitch it to somebody else you make it as easy as possible and give them all the information they need they want to know how they can make money with your book and you're going to tell them by figuring out who your target market is ahead of time uh, sometimes if you're like really hot, sometimes you can write an article in the New York times and everybody will think, Oh, this person is hot, hot, hot. We love them. We're giving them the book deal. They won't have to see your book proposal. That's great. If that's you, I have to write a book proposal. Uh, so I got to do it the old fashioned way. Uh, after your target market then is going to be something that'll probably be easy for a lot of people, uh, is the author bio. Now, I may have misspoke by saying it's easy for a lot of people, but at least it'll be easier than writing the target market. Yeah, I hate writing bios. Yeah, uh, I don't like writing bios either, but 
um, a good bio really does help, especially a bio which shows that you have a reach or an audience. That's that's really actually super helpful. Like if you can demonstrate that you have a reach or any sort of audience, uh, then your bio is going to be something that they're going to pay more attention to. If your bio, like you have a lot of interaction with like famous people or you've done things with platforms or something that they might understand, then throw all of that in your bio. You want to just like throw up your bio and make it yourself seem as big and as important as you possibly can. Also stuff all you want to back up, but you can't spare any detail. Just make yourself seem as cool as you possibly want to. This, I mean, this is actually really hard for me because this is the stuff that I hate the most. Like just being, just being, uh, bragging basically I, I don't like it don't like it at all it's not my favorite thing that's just how i am uh then uh then after the author bio one interesting thing is the marketing plan now if you can bring extra value to the book this is where you put it like if you're like well i've got a hundred thousand followers on instagram and facebook and whatever I want, I want to add that to what I can bring to the book. People will love that. Uh, the marketing plan is usually not a, an actual marketing plan. It's not like, oh, we're going to, uh, the marketing plan is not like, oh, we're going to, uh, go out to all of these venues necessarily, or it's, it's not, it's not, we're going to take out ads in these papers. It's really what extra value can you bring it to this uh, book proposal that doesn't sorry. actually what is it what are you sorry My about dog is jumping because i'm trying to like get her out of this corner ah She's cute dog though thanks bella but we're learning and you can't teach a class so you have to get from under the light thank you okay. yeah <laughs> i don't know what's i don't know what's happening but you may want to mute your mic while the uh the what that what is that loud sound? I have something outside. Why is uh, so much happening right now? Let me... I don't even know. It's night. It's never been like that before. That's amazing. What's going on in Roxy's? What's going on with Roxy? I'm I'm uh, very good at the uh, the what's going on with Roxy voice. Uh, anyway, so the marketing plan uh, most easily uh, put it's what value can you bring that doesn't cost them extra money? Basically, uh, if you're like oh, I've got a famous friend who is going to write a foreword. That's great. Or if it's like, oh, I am going to be traveling anyway. I can do a bunch of appearances on my, uh, because I'm already doing the stand-up tour. Or it's like, I've got a very successful podcast or whatever it is, you can just, you can just use this section to, tell them all the value that you're bringing everything that you can do that can possibly sell extra books that won't cost them extra that's what this is about for it's for for me i have like my own personal pr person that helps you know with a book proposal like i i'm bringing my own pr person to the table mm -hmm. that's great um next up is competitive titles now competitive titles is super boring for me but it's a thing that has to be part of most book proposals they want to see what books that are similar to yours or in the same vein as yours that may have performed well they want to know that the audience exists and that they are buying books so if you're 
if you're writing a book and you can point to a book that is similar to yours, but you have some sort of distinct difference, uh, but that book has sold, that previous book has already sold a bunch of copies, great. They're going to love to see that. Like if you can say, I'm going to capitalize on this market that already exists, they're, they'll going to be so happy about that. For me, um, I don't know a book that has been written specifically like my book, a book about a person who, uh, a black person who in his lifetime has often been mistaken for white and been in the midst of people, uh, it has, it has often been mistaken for white and has been in the, has, and has been in the midst of people with, um, uh, who say racist things in front of me and don't know that they're speaking in front of a black person. I don't know that there's a lot of books like that right now. However, any book about the black experience uh, is definitely like in that realm and those do sell well. And because I'm also bringing something extra to it, like it'll be easy to tell people, Hey, this book could possibly sell really well because what I'm doing is I'm hitting this whole audience, which we know is a million or billion dollar audience, but there's something extra that they're all going to want to hear about. Uh, white people and black people are going to want to hear about because white people are going to want to read the book and be like, I'm not as bad as these people. I'm, I'm a good white person. And then black people are going to look and read the book and be like, I knew it. <laughs> so, that, so that's what's going to be uh, part of my competitive title uh, thing, which is just like, I'm going to say, uh, I'll talk about books that I am similar to, but which with my extra sauce, I'm going to call it extra sauce. Is that cool? Why are you making that face? Because sauce is cold for semen. So what? <laughs> yeah, people call it their sauce. Do they? Who? Yeah, people. You mean people you know? <laughs> let us know in the comments if you've ever heard semen being referred to as sauce. Yeah, please let me know. <laughs> let me know. I let me know if you've heard that or is Roxy just living another life? She's living a, another oh. life. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you go about, well, I guess you would just like Google whatever genre your book is in and then you just kind of look at the top selling books from that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and it pays to be well read and to know like what you're talking about when you're going through those books. But I mean, it, it, it helps. Hold on. A little uh, something from Anthony over here. See? Um, what? Beef patties is the booty. Really? <laughs> and then you put your sauce on it. I'm telling you. I'm trying not to. See, I said all that without cursing, too. Good job, me. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what I think. I think that uh, people need to stop uh, <laughs> using food references for their bodily fluids. Peace. <laughs> Peace, everybody. I can't say sauce anymore. Anthony. Anthony's all about it. Um, all right. So <laughs> uh, then the next thing that is up is usually uh, the timetable. Like you want to tell them how long is it going to take you to generate this book. Uh, and this, I mean, I think that this whole, the timetable thing may be a little bit kind of like a BS thing because, uh, you know, whatever you write takes you as however long to write it that's just the way it is i have i don't know i don't know any industry where everything always comes in on time but of course like if you want to 
release a book and get it ready for next Christmas, then the timetable is very important to have that as a, as part of it. I think that if you want, if you really want a longer explanation of all of these things, and these are all the things that which I've learned, and I'm I'm the reason I'm not an expert on book proposals, but I am definitely, and I'm an expert on figuring out how to do things and making them work and figuring out how to do things right. And so it took me um, a while to find out all the information that I needed to write a book proposal. And I'm just sharing it with people because if you are thinking about writing a book, book proposal, you're going to go through all of the same stuff. Uh, but the number one thing I would say is, is just to uh, look at, look at book proposals that have already been written, especially if you can get a book proposal that has already been sold that's great. Like if you see a book proposal that is already sold, that's really what you can use as your model. Um, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Like I'm finding book proposals that have already sold or sold books and asking people to see them because I want to use other people's experience to make what I do better. Um, all right. So the next thing that you're going to have to worry about is your chapter outline. And this gets to the part which I thought was already part of a book proposal. So this part was not surprising that you would have an outline of the chapters that you expect to appear in the book. Uh, so you would just list your chapters uh, one at a time and just say, this is, this is the chapter title and a paragraph about what that chapter is about. So that's basically just so that you can so that you can give them an overview of just what is going to transpire in the book and and they'll know like the whole story because basically whoever you're pitching this to like if you're giving this to your agent they're going to have to turn around and pitch this to a publisher and then the publisher is going to want to know like what are all the chapters what is going on so you're giving them the information so they can have that conversation and after your chapter outlines is your sample chapters your sample chapters, for me, I'm doing three sample chapters. I know people do different link, different numbers of sample chapters. Some people only do one, some people do five. I'm doing three sample chapters because I want people to see that I can tell great stories and I want them to see that my style of writing. Uh, so I'm doing three sample chapters so that they can be very confident that whatever book that I'm going to make is just going to uh, kick but kick butt kick butt kick butt kick butt kick butt and it you, will you write yeah. in the third person right i write in the third person no i'm saying for like the the proposals written in third person like right so like when you're writing the chapter outlines even if they're about you you should still write them in third person right um i actually don't know the answer to that because i haven't written my chapter outlines yet but okay. I will find out. I think, I think that in this case, the chapter outlines for me are probably going to be in first person just because it is going to be the, uh, it's, I mean, it's my story. And so I'm speaking from my point of view. So I think my chapter outlines might be in the first person because my, uh, sample chapters are definitely in first person. Gotcha. And so it might make sense for the chapter outlines to be in the first person. Although, Although, when you think about the overview, the overview is probably going to be in third person. That's a good question. I guess I have to find that out. Your sample chapter, your sample chapter synopses, should they be in first or third person? I don't know the answer to that. And that is something to, uh, so to look, look up. 
I, this is actually great for me. I'm so happy that you asked that question because for me, that means you've given me something that I, like something that I've overlooked and something that I'll have to figure out what the correct answer is to. I guess I'm guessing that the correct answer is probably going to be first person, but it might be third person. It's hard to say. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you send it, so usually, so when you're sending it to, that's my other question. Where do you send it to? That's always my question. Like, so I'll have this stuff, but then it's like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do with it? Like if I don't have it, if you're a person with like no agent, no. Well, I mean, if you want a if you want a big deal, it's probably going to have to work. You're probably going to have to work through an agent because I, when I'm, I'm uh, looking for a large advance on my book, on my book proposal. So the reason I'm spending so much time with it and also I'm, I'm taking the time to like, I'm actually going to put in like a couple of thousand dollars into getting someone to help me edit the book proposal because what I'm looking for as my advance is like $200,000. Okay. So it's, it, it's worth it to me to have someone who's fantastic to go over all of the material and just like get the money together. Uh, because if I'm really going for $200,000, then I want my stuff to be, I want to, I want to come correct. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 